Pipe Man Radio presents the Creator Press Conference at Hellfest from Eon Music in Ireland here. Straight up chat to you, sir. Hi. Um, 2025 marks 40 years since Endless Pain came out. The classic thrash de- uh, debut from the band. Tell me a little bit about your memories of that album and if you have any plans to mark the occasion celebrating. Celebrating like do, do the album in its entirety or something? Well, that's, <laughs> that's up to you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, I don't. I don't think we were one of those bands that really celebrates like anniversaries so much. So um, I'm totally aware um, of the fact that it's going to be um, four decades very soon. But um, we haven't planned anything. And um, but maybe we'll do something. I don't know. I don't know really. I mean, might might something might happen. But at this point, we're busy like playing, getting back into the group because we haven't played like all of us, like all the bands. We haven't experienced live music for so long and but in 25 if, if things go well we'll be back on track so maybe there will be something but I nothing has been planned yet Maybe over here Joseph with uh, Loud TV uh, thank you very much so again kind of speaking about your uh, four decades of music here it seems like as a band you guys have really uh, continue to gain popularity as the years have gone on. A lot of big uh, bands kind of peak at the very beginning and then kind of go down from there and yet it seems like all the anger, all the aggression is still there and there's more recognition for you as a band as the years go on. So why do you feel that it is that way? It's also a good question. I don't know. I mean, I, I try not to question it too much. I ju- just uh, try to take it 
and uh, be happy about it. I mean, it's, it's a good thing that, that people appreciate what we do after so many years. And um, so many people think to, seem to think that um, we're um, as powerful as we have started and that we have still write relevant music for this day and age. And that's something that is uh, priceless if you ask me. And uh, I'm happy that it is the case. And I wouldn't want to question or analyze it too much. Um, rather than just go with it. Hello. Hello, I'm Hasna from Nagros Radio. First of all, I would like to ask you how are you because how, how, how I am today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally looking forward to the show and I'm, I'm very good. Thank you. Okay, nice. Uh, my question over there is like, um, how, like, how through years uh, your influence changes and why and did your creativity process uh, change to like how many times now you take to make something creative it can be like your song or maybe when you work on the design and the album etc do you have your reference for example when you discover do you keep on going through this um I don't, there's no formula really i mean if i get into creative mode i just go with it i mean um usually it's like i, I start from scratch of course you know i just go try something and i record a couple of riffs or something and then i go write some lyrics it's, it's hard to really like describe the process, to be honest, because it's always different. Sometimes there's a riff, sometimes there's a, a line. I, I like to have like a title before I start, uh, start writing a new song. And I think that's uh, something that I heard that it's not so common with other bands. Um, I cannot write like on, like if you give, would give me like three or four riffs, I couldn't write lyrics on it because I need to write the riffs myself. Hi. Hi. My name is Jean from Radio Panic Brussels. Uh, my question is about the making of of your last album. Mm -hmm. uh, after the recording, do you think the mix would take a lot of time? The mix? Yes, the mix. The mixing of yes. the album? Yes. Uh, if, it take, if it took a long time? Yes. Uh, it took like three or four weeks. Um, uh, we, we, we did a little break in between the recordings and the mixing. And we weren't there for the mix. Um, our producer Arthur Risk, he would like go take the, the, the um, data to America, and he would be um, mixing the album. It don't, didn't take uh, like particularly long or anything. I think it, it was done in two, three weeks maybe. Hi, Mili. Johan from uh, La TV. Hi. Um, it seems that you you try to evolve again. Uh, on this album, like uh, with the female singer, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I like your um, also, you know, when you try to evolve the 90s with such albums that are classics now, but that were, yeah, kind of uh, um, uh, really surprised people at the time, you know. So, did you try to be in such spirit for this new album? For, for, for this new album? Not in it is entirely. I mean, we have like the song Midnight Sun, which is a little um, out of the box, really, because we have it's, it's actually the first time that we have worked with a female singer, Sophia Fortinet. Um, something we never have done before. We have not so many feature guests on our music anyway, 
And um, I think this is the first time I'm doing, uh, this is the second time actually, I'm doing something like that. Um, or the first, but I mean, having like a duet with a female singer, this is actually the first time. So, um, you know, when we get into creative mode, we don't think about these things too much. We just do it. It's, um, it's more or less um, just whatever the song needs. And in this particular case, um, the song needed the female. I, I thought that the, uh, in my vision, the song needed uh, a female singer. And I, I'm a big fan of Sophia Bortonet's music. And um, I approached her and, and, and she came to the studio and it went really smooth. And um, But this wasn't really actually, it wasn't planned like that. We never have like a, when we get into um, songwriting, it's not like, okay, we're gonna do this song with a female singer, we're gonna do that song with whatever feature guests we have, we just go and see what the song needs. I'm Pipe Man from W4CY Radio and iHeartRadio. If music wasn't an option, and unfortunately we kind of saw that a little bit, now what's your passion? My passion is, um, that's a good question. I, I'm so deep into this music that I never thought about these things, but if you would ask me, um, what I would do differently, I would probably live on the beach or something, you know, be very lazy, um, learn surfing or something, something, or scuba diving, you know, like something sporty, maybe. But um, I have music, so I'm totally fine. <laughs> Thank you. The first band that I've ever seen live, a band from the UK and they were opening up from a band from New York. It was the year 80, 1980 and the band from New York was called KISS and the, the band from the UK was called Iron Maiden. So my very first band was called Iron Maiden that I've seen live. Again, Johan. Uh, Frédéric Leclerc? Yes. Frédéric Leclerc? Frédéric. Is the the new member? Yes. It seems that uh, it brings new new blood, French blood. Absolutely. In the, in the band, and I know him is uh, enthusiastic, you know. And what was your uh, kind of? Uh, why did you select him? And uh, because of his enthusiasm. Um. Me and Frederick, we have been friends for a long time, and um, when we were about to change members and there was no like auditioning or anything because I knew that Fred was looking for new challenges and um, it was one phone call. Um, I asked Fred if he would be up for playing some shows with us and then he's like, no, I want to join. And he's like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, I've never regretted it. Uh, any, any, I mean, this is the best thing that could have happened to Creator. He's um, an amazing musician and an amazing so um, to me um, it's a win-win you know he wanted to do something more heavy in music and we needed a strong bass player that also has a sense of humor and that's uh, I guess that's what it comes down to because you know when you go on tour you need to get along and um, sometimes it's not so easy and you need somebody that has strong nerves and is experienced and Fred was just a perfect match um, hello, hi. Fernando here for the Metal Voice. Um, could you describe your album in one word or one sentence? Um, 
2022. <laughs> Hi, Hugh hey. from Science Fiction Magazine. Uh, a question about uh, your cover, the cover of your album. Yeah. How you choose your artist and what is uh, your source of inspiration? Do you like science fiction or fantastic literature? How mm. you choose your artist? Mm. The artist of the new cover art of Creator's album Hate Over Alles is called Eliran Kantor. He lives in Berlin and um, he's, he's, he's been known before he worked for us. With, he worked for many, many metal bands. Um, the story was we were, um, we were, um, I approached him and I asked him if he would be up for um, um, working on uh, Creator's cover art. So we met for coffee. And he, he, he had some ideas because he's, he's also like he would be going back and check our old cover artwork and um, so if you check the, the artwork you can see like little like um, tributes to terrible certainty even pleasure to kill you know he would put them in there and um, he he just um, he wanted to it to be a classic artwork, but on the same at the same time very modern. So I think we um, his artwork really really um, expresses the the, 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 the the mood of of the record. It's a classic metal album and it's a classic fresh metal album, but it has like a modern touch to it, a twist, so to speak. And um, I think um, Eliran did a great great job. Uh, another one for me here. Um, 1994, you appeared on an album called Voodoo Cult uh, with some of the greats of the genre. There was guys like uh, Jim Martin from Faith the Moore was a member of that band. I wanted to know what it was like for you recording that because at the time, thrash metal was not popular at all. Mm. It was an underdog, but now that's uh, it's such a classic release. I talked a little bit about that. <laughs> I, I, um, it wasn't really my project. I was invited to, to play guitar in it. And I had all these, um, the, 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 the guy that did it back then, that's a, a German pop artist called um, Philip Bohr. And he would gather all these um, amazing musicians, like like you said, like Jim Martin, um, uh, Chuck Schuldiner from, from Death, and uh, Dave Lombardo from, from uh, Slayer. And um, we would, we would do this record, but we never really actually met in the studio. So it was more like a studio project, and I didn't tour uh, with them at the time. Um, I thought, I think it's a little, a, a nice little obscure release from the 90s, where you said, I mean, you said it already, um, metal in general wasn't very popular, and that kind of, to me, that was, it was like a creative push, because it was like a, something I've never done before at the time, and it, um, it really helped me um, to focus on the band and, and inspired me to write more music. Hey, Mille. Hey, this is Pam from Metal Inside Switzerland. Mm -hmm. um, I recently uh, saw a documentary in, in, uh, in Germany, on the German TV in the 80s. Uh, that's the way you grew up with your friends along. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. But how much influence does it still have for you? writing today your music where you grew up in this area? None really. I mean, I, I would be, I would romanticize things if I would uh, say that this still has still an influence. Of course, it's a part of our history, but it's been a while since we've grown up, you know what I mean? 
We started as teenagers, and we have a new video that came out just recently, um, where we visually kind of like describe the the time from the young teenage band from the 80s until now. And uh, you could, you could, of course, time has passed, and it's always been our, it will always be our root. But nowadays, of course, we've grown more, we've grown up. Inside, I'm still 17, but outside, I'm a little older now. Um, so um, it is, it is an influence, but not a main influence. If you know what I mean. Um, if you want, I, I don't know. I mean, the era didn't really matter so much, but um, but the metal community being a part of this and being able to record albums at such a young age definitely influenced me to kind of find my way. Uh, this evening at the Airfest, uh, what would be your set list? Uh, will it be a mix of classic creator or uh, much more focused? Oh yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. We have um, we have a, a, a mix between classic creator stuff and um, and uh, some some new songs. Um, I think we have three new songs. Again. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw you guys was in Dublin a few years ago and I was blown away by the stage set that you had. I mean you obviously mentioned that your first gig was Kiss. Clearly you were influenced by putting on one hell of a show. How does it feel to be uh, leaders in the thrash metal genre with such an amazing production? Um, we just try to um, think a little bit out of the box. I mean this is like, for us of course the focus is the music, but we do want to wanna, um, also want to have a show and um, it's a little how do I put this it's a bonus and it makes people to me it makes the show more exciting it's kind of like supports the music and the atmosphere and uh, and it the show is like it's, it's important but don't get me wrong we can also put on a good show without all the effects um, so tonight we'll have uh, you'll get the full treatment. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Jorge from Spain, Godemaria. Actually, we saw you on COVID uh, there in Spain, on uh, Metal Paradise. Do you remember? I met Paradise. Ah, that was yeah, a good show. I like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering if there are any albums, Greater has so many albums by now. Is there any album that you not regret that you will redo it, like, prediction wise? or? Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's one album, but I don't want to see. Um, there's one album that's the favorite of my of Fred Leclerc, who's my new bass player, and I I don't like that album, but it's his favorite, so I cannot tell you. It's an album from the 90s, right? Mid 90s. Any clues? It's it's I, I can't I can't say it right now because it's I don't want to spoil. I mean, the thing is, I know that some people like that album. I don't like it because I don't like the production so much. And if you ask me. Um, I would kind of like do this, redo this one. That's the only one. Thank you, that was the last question. If you want to maybe sign an album or take a picture, you can come up to the table for a minute, okay? Thank you very much, Merci. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.